Hello, this is Josh Christman, pastor of the Anchor Church of Cambridge, located in Cambridge, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life that God has called you to live. Your hands to the Lord, He's worthy. Turn around and shake a couple people's hand next to you and tell them, I'm glad you're in church with me this morning. Praise the Lord. I want to thank you for coming out, uh, for braving the elements. It takes, there's a certain amount of determination, discipline, and uh, faithfulness that you have to have to come out on a morning like this and get the family all ready, and nobody's really feeling that good. And you step outside, and it's bitter cold. And you let the car run for two hours. So you make sure it's good and warm when you get in. And got the heated seats turned on. <clears throat> Amen. It takes a, I thank you for coming today. Uh, pat yourself on the back. Amen. I know even I stepped out this morning and I thought, even before I crawled out of the bed, I was like, man, it's going to be cold out there. Does anybody else think that? Man, maybe I just want to stay here. Amen. I believe that the Lord will honor our faithfulness. And honor our sacrifice. Amen. I honor you this morning for you making the decision, the choice to be here. Praise the Lord. 1 Kings chapter 22. And I'm going to read... I'm just going to read verse 27, or verse 27 and 28. Uh, I just want to say uh, this morning, tonight in Zanesville, we're having a uh, a special service in Zanesville tonight for all the churches. Um, Bishop is asking for everyone to come if you can. Uh, We have Pastor Joel Urshan preaching tonight. He's uh, pastors a church in Cincinnati, I believe, and uh, he's a powerful preacher. Um, and um, raised in in uh, apostolic uh, doctrine and and uh, 
just a, a great church there, Tree of Life Church. and um, We're expecting great things. So if you can be there tonight, please, um, if you don't have any other plans, make plans to, to go to the Zanesville Church tonight and worship with us. Okay? Amen. First Kings 22, verse 27 and 28. Let's start verse 26, I'm sorry. And the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and carry him back unto Ammon, the governor of the city, and to Joash, the king's son, and say... Thus saith the king, put this fellow in the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction until I come in peace. And Micaiah said, if thou return at all in peace, the Lord hath not spoken by me. And he said, hearken, O people. Every one of you. Amen. Micaiah is the prophet. Ahab is the king. Amen. And Micaiah gave him a prophecy. And he said, if you return in peace, then the Lord has not spoken to me. And then he looked at everybody else in the room. And he said, you guys need to pay attention here. Every one of you. Hearken to what's been said. Amen. I'm going to preach to you this morning. Loose the voice of truth. Loose the voice of truth. I wonder if you could lay your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord and just ask Him to speak to you this morning. God, we're thankful for the opportunity, Lord, that we have today to be in your house. We're thankful for your spirit, God, that we feel in this place. God, I just pray today over every person under the sound of my voice today. I pray that you would cover their minds, cover their hearts, cover their bodies, God. I pray that you would undergird them with strength, Lord. I pray that you would open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to be understanding of your word. Anoint me, God, this morning, I pray, to speak your word. God, by the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord, and I pray that it would be received and that every word that's spoken would not return void, but it would accomplish all that you've sent it to accomplish. In Jesus' precious name we pray, amen. You can be seated in the presence of the Lord. Praise God, can you, uh, can you bear a story this morning? I'm going to tell you a story. Is that okay? I've always heard that the best preachers are great storytellers. Um, I need to practice that. So I'm going to practice this morning. We come at the, at the, in the middle of a story in the book of 1 Kings um, where Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, and Ahab, the king of Israel, have come up with a plan that they're going to go up against Ramoth Gilead to battle to drive out the Syrians. Okay? They have, they have gotten together and they've made a pact together. And Jehoshaphat said... My, my people are your people. My army is your army. My horses are your horses. Whatever you have a mind to do, let's do it. 
Amen. Because I'm for you and not against you. Amen. Uh, they made a plan. Somebody say they made a plan. They, 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 they came up with a plan of what they were going to do. Amen. Uh, they, were, they were going to bind their forces together and they were going to go against Ramath Gilead. But before they left, Jehoshaphat speaks up and he says, hold on a second here. Is there a prophet that we can inquire about to see That's not my hair. That's too long. Is there, is there a prophet? Is there, is there a man of God close by that we can inquire of to see if the plan that we are making is of God or is, if it's of us? How many times in our lives have we made plans? Amen. We made the plan. We, we got all the details worked out. We, 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 we did everything but started out on the path, and then we, it finally comes to us, maybe I should ask God about this. Amen. Amen. How many times have we done that? We, we know what we want to do. We, we know where we want to go. We, we know what we have in our hearts of what we want to accomplish and what we want to have, and we set out to get those things, and then in hindsight or right before we step out, we say, well, maybe I should ask God uh, uh, if this is of him or if this is just of me. I just want to tell you this morning that that's the wrong order. Amen. That before we make a plan, before we waste the time of, of getting the details in order of what we want to do, we need to find out whether or not we're walking in the path that God has chosen for us. How many times have we stepped out in a relationship? How many times have we quit our job? How many times have we started out in a friendship or, or put our hand to do something and then it dawns on us, hold on a minute, I should probably ask God about this. You know, it would save us a a lot of trouble if we would inquire of God first before we put the details together. Amen. It would do us some good. It would save us some energy and some effort and some time if we would put God first and let him know, God, I want to know the path that you have laid out for me. I want to know what you have for me. I'm going to do according to your word. Clap your hands to the Lord. It's worthy. You know, it's a lot easier to say no to that thing if you ask him first. <laughs> Think about it. If the plan's already made, it's hard to go back on it, isn't it? If your heart already has feelings. Amen. I've tried to tell my children, don't fall in love with something that you don't know whether or not if it's God's will. Amen. Because you don't want to fall in love with someone that not necessarily is the one, but now you got your own feelings to compete with. Now your heart's wrapped up in it. Now your emotions are involved in it. Come on, somebody. And now, now you have a lot of other things pulling on you other than just the word of the living God, right? If you find out before 
you get involved with it, then you know that you can make the decision or you can cut off what needs, needs to be cut off. How many times have we got involved in things or with people before we even asked God about it? And then when once we got involved, it's hard for us to say goodbye or cut ties or fix that thing because we've allowed ourselves right away to call the shots. Amen. It would save us a lot of trouble. I know I'm preaching to somebody this morning. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what you're going through or what you're going to face in the days to come. But if there's something that rises up that is convincing and it is a temptation for you, you need to set your heart to seek God first. Seek him first and he will make sure you have everything that you need. Amen. They made the plan. They in, at the end of making the plan, Jehoshaphat had a heart to serve God. And he said, do you have a prophet here uh, that we can call on? And Ahab says, I have 400 prophets. I got 400 right here. He brings the 400 prophets. They all start prophesying. Amen. Go, king. Go, king, you're going you're gonna to be prosperous and you're going to overtake the enemy. They're all saying the same thing. Go, king, go. You're going you're gonna to overtake the enemy. Go, 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 king. One guy even, even went through the hassle of making a set of horns. He went through the, uh, all the work and the labor and made a pair of horns and, and put them on his head and said, Oh, king, you're going to drive out the Syrians. Amen. You're going to drive out the Syrians. You're going to have a great victory. Go and, 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 and be prosperous, king. Amen. 400 voices all saying the same thing. Come on, they're, they're, they're all speaking well of what Ahab had chosen to do. They're all speaking well of the escapade. They're all speaking well of the decisions. And Jehoshaphat's sitting there listening, and he turns over to Ahab, and he says, Do you have a prophet of the Lord? Come on, thank God for people that have a little bit of spiritual discernment. Come on. Thank God for people that have some discernment and can say, that's not of God. Come on. They might be prophesying to something that makes me happy, but it's not of the Lord. Come on. I'm going to tell you right now, if you have a preacher in your life and tells you everything that you want to hear and says, speaks well of everything that you put your hand to do, I want to tell you that voice may not be the voice of truth just because it's what I want. Come on, somebody. We need somebody that's going to speak of what God says. Come on. We need somebody that's going to have their ear to the word of the Lord and that's going to speak only what God says speak. Somebody say amen. Ha. Do you have a prophet of the Lord? Jehoshaphat had enough sense to understand what was happening. Ahab, he says, well, there's this one guy. Read the story. There's this one guy. He's in the prison. 
He never says anything good to me. Amen. He, he never has a good word to say. Everything he prophesies to me is always against me. Amen. Call him. Because we need a word from the Lord. They bring him up out of the prison. The guy that's walking with him is telling him, listen, dude. Just tell the king what he wants to hear. All the other prophets have already prophesied for the trip. Just say good. Just prophesy good. And, and everything's going to be all right. Amen. Micaiah makes a statement that carries a lot of weight with me. Because I believe it should be the mindset of anybody that ever speaks as the oracles of God. Whatever the Lord says, that's what I'll speak. Amen. As they're walking towards the room, all of this is going on with the 400 prophets. It's all, they're all still prophesying. They're all talking about how good it's going to be and how prosperous it's going to be. And Micaiah enters the room. I can imagine whew, there's a hush. Ahab looks at Micaiah and he says, I'm going to Ramoth Gilead to drive out the Syrians. What's the word of the Lord? Micaiah says, Go thou king and be prosperous. Ahab just kind of chuckles to himself and says, how many times am I going to have to ask you before you tell me what you're really feeling? He says, I saw the armies of Israel scattered as if sheep without a shepherd. Running for their lives. Amen. He gives him a prophecy that there would be disarray and, and that he would, he would die in the battle. If, he, if you go, you're going to lose your life. You know, it's, our existence is made up of a lot of different choices. Come on. Every day of our life, we make choices. Hundreds, thousands of choices. What we're going to eat, where we're going to go, what we're going to drive. Amen. Uh, 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 how many hours we're going to work. Uh, what, what we're going to do when we get home. Uh, all these choices that we make on a daily basis. But all of Ahab's life came down to 
to this one choice. Amen. This one moment in time where he had a prophet of the Lord standing before him, giving him a word from God. Amen. Brought up out of the prison. Amen. A voice that had been locked up for, for Lord knows how long. Amen. Brings him up and he's finally getting a word of truth. Finally getting a word of life. If he could just find it in himself to obey the word of the Lord rather than listening to the prophets that are speaking well of his venture. Come on somebody. Uh, uh, another opportunity he has to make his way prosperous and he chooses not to obey. I wonder uh, if we could if we could just look at our existence today and, and look at the path that we've chosen for our lives. Could there be one choice? Could there be could there be one event that comes up in our world where it's the difference between right and wrong, where it's the difference between making it and not making it. Come on, this is not just a game. I'm not standing behind this pulpit preaching because I like it. Amen. There is a word for the Lord for somebody in this house today. The decisions that we're making today will affect our eternity and we need to hold fast to a decision that I'm going to follow the word of the Lord. I'm going to get a word of God from God today so that I can know that my way is preserved by God. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worth. Amen. One decision. Amen. One word. One plan. One day. Come on, can it really be brought down to one? Amen. Can, can it really be brought down to one mistake or, or, or one good decision? Come on, could it? Amen. How many know the Bible says that today is the day of salvation? Amen. That now is the accepted time. That today there's an opportunity to make sure that the path that you're on is the right path. That the decisions that you're making today is the right decision. You better find a, a prayer meeting with God to prepare your heart to follow the ways of the Lord and then find a voice that can give some guidance to your path and make up your mind. I'm going to do what God says regardless of what it is. In order to follow this command, he would have to go back on his plan. He would have to move backwards, so to speak. He would have to take a step back and say, hold on a minute. I've made all these plans. I've made all these arrangements. I've readied the army. I got the horsemen ready. Come on. We're all ready to go to battle. And now God says no. Amen. Are we willing to stop the actions that we have set in motion because of a word from God? Are we willing to lay everything aside and stop it and say, you know what? I'm not going to go any further with this until I know that God has ordained it and I know that the protection of the Lord is upon me because I realize that my life is made up of choices and my end is going to be because I make the right decision or I make the wrong decision. And every decision, it deserves the effort of calling on the name of the Lord to decide whether or not it is or not of God. Every decision. The voice of Micaiah was locked up in prison. 
typically when people tell us things we don't want to hear, those are the people we don't want to talk to. Amen. Because we know what they're going to say. And, and if we allow them to say what they're going to say, then we're responsible. Amen. To sound counsel. And so we only ask people that are going to tell us what we want to hear. We only ask people that we know are going to agree with us. Amen. We, we surround ourselves with people that are doing what we're doing, going where we're going, saying what we're saying, so that we could be protected from any voice that might keep us from doing what we want to do. Come on. And going where we want to go. Come on. And making our dreams come true. But I'm telling you th this morning, uh, the, let this preacher preach for a minute. Uh, the voices that are telling you everything that you want to hear, they don't love you. Amen. They don't love your soul. They're not for you. Yeah, they, they, they might want you to have what you want to have and they might want you to be happy. But somebody that's telling you what you want to hear all the time, uh, they don't love you. You. Amen. Somebody that really, really loves you is going to make sure that they stand for you. They're going to make sure that they tell you you're wrong when you're wrong. They're going to make sure that they stand up against anything that might be a lie in your life. God, fill my life with voices of truth. Fill my life with the protection of people that care for my soul. They don't care about my feelings. They care for my eternal soul. Fill my life with the voices of truth. Man, that preacher, every time he preaches, it's like he's against me. Amen. There was a time when I used to go, I used to not go to church because I didn't like what I felt when I went. Amen. Picking up my trash. Thank you, Brother Smith. Amen. I didn't want to feel convicted. I, I didn't. I didn't want to feel convicted for my wrong. I didn't. I didn't want to be told that the, the way that I was living was wrong. Come on. I, I didn't like what I felt. I would go to church and I would sit as far away from the the, the platform as I could. Amen. I, I would sit near the back and 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 I would whenever. The, the preacher would start preaching. The Lord would start pulling on me. I would start squirming. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Get that holy squirm. You think nobody else can see you. <laughs> Amen. You're... you're He's pulling on you, but you're pulling away. Amen. He, he's pulling at you, trying to trying to get you to succumb to his voice because he's got a plan for your life, and the plan that he has for your life is bigger than your own plan. It's greater. It's eternal. It's beyond this life. It's it's big. It's huge. Uh, 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 but you but you don't think about that. You think about the way that you feel in the moment. Amen. But understand today that the God of heaven would take a moment out of eternity, and he would give a preacher a word for your life, uh, and have him pull on. 
on you to save you. How, how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall he preach except he be sent? I'm going to tell you today, if you're going to give in to the Lord, it's going to be because of the voice of the preacher. If you're going to give in to salvation, it's going to be because of the voice of somebody that's willing to preach what needs to be preached and say what needs to be said. We need to value the voice of truth in our lives. Jehoshaphat had regard to the voice of Micaiah, but Ahab didn't. Amen. After Micaiah spoke his word, Ahab said, uh, we're done here. Didn't I tell you? Didn't I, didn't I tell you that he, he wouldn't have anything good to say? Didn't, didn't I tell you? Send him back to the, the prison and feed him with bread of affliction and with water of affliction for his trouble. That's what the guy got for telling the truth. The voices that say everything that everybody wants to hear gets exalted in the world. Think about it. They get exalted. They get lifted up. They get put on a pedestal. Come on. They get everything that this world has to offer. But the voices that are willing to say true things, that are willing to preach the cross, amen, because without it, you can't be saved. There's got to be the preaching of the cross. There's got to be a death. There has to be repentance. There has to be a laying down of one's will and one's life on the altar and picking up that new life in Jesus Christ. You can't live every way you want to live and still be saved and still make it to heaven. It's not in the book. It's not in the Bible. you got to live a righteous holy existence as you love and walk with God. Amen. But the voices that are willing to stand for truth, they're pushed down. They're walked on. Amen. They're fed with bread and water of affliction. Nobody regards a voice that's willing to say what they don't want to hear. But I want to tell you this morning, anybody with any spiritual sense will be able to discern the difference. A preacher that's not preaching to get your money and a preacher that's preaching to save your soul. Come on, somebody. They'll woo you with words. They'll tell you stories. They'll woo you with philosophy. They'll make you feel good about yourself. They'll make you feel good about your lifestyle as you're on your way to eternal damnation. Give me a preacher. Give me somebody that has a, the nerve, the gumption to preach the words of life. Come on, if that's what you want, clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Learning to distinguish the difference. Learning to be able to tell. Hold on a minute. That guy's got ulterior motives. <laughs> hey man, my wife can see right through people. 
Don't let that scare you. Amen. It's a, it's a gift of the Spirit. Amen. Discerning of spirits. Amen. To be able to tell what's of God and what's not of God. We need somebody around us that can dictate, that can tell, that can know, that can weigh the difference, that could lead us in the right path. Because the voice of Micaiah was not there just to tell him what he didn't want to hear. It was there to keep him from going down a path that would lead him to destruction. It was not a voice of hurt. It was not a voice to, 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 to hold him back or to keep him down, but it was a voice of protection sent from the Lord our God. Amen. To give him a word in due season in a moment where he needs direction when all of his life, his, all of his emotions and feelings are pulling him in the wrong direction. He sent him a word from a man that they brought out of prison to say, no, 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 don't go there. Don't do that. You're headed the right, wrong direction. If you go that direction, it will be to your demise. Amen. We need to change our perspective. Anybody? We need to change our mind toward some things. When we leave here this morning, I... I want us to leave here, and I believe the Lord wants us to leave here with a greater sense of understanding of what's really for me and what's really against me. Because are there voices in our lives that are empowering our behavior? That are empowering us to continue down the path that, that we're on? Are there voices in our lives that we're listening to? That, that, that are telling you it's okay, it's not your fault, you, you can't help it, amen. Just do what makes you feel good, do what makes you happy. No, 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 don't do that, amen. Don't, don't follow your heart, don't just do what makes you happy, don't just do what you feel like doing, that's the, that's the road that leads to destruction, amen. But the road that leads to life are words of Jesus Christ. He said, the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. If you, if you need a word for your life, you need to call on the master. You need to get in a prayer meeting with God and don't leave until you get a word from God and you know for a surety. Somebody say a surety. That I'm doing what I need to do. And take this guy and put him in prison. Now, I haven't always been a pastor. And there's been times where I've sat in services and I was so convicted. You know what I'm talking about? I could feel it. It don't feel good. It hurts. I could, I could feel it. And I got... I blamed him for the way that I was feeling because that's what we do we blame the people and we think that they're against us that, that they're against our desires they're, they're against what we want to do they're, uh, Ahab was saying he's against me 
He never says anything good. He's against me. Amen. He, 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 he never prophesies anything good for me. He's, he's against me. He never wants me to do what, what I plan to do. He's against me. How about looking at it on the flip side? Why do you always plan on doing stuff that's against God's will? Think about it. Why do we always plan on doing things that, that we know what the voice of the prophet's going to say? But then when he does say it, we get mad at him for saying it. Amen. I've been in those services where uh, I got angry and, and, and I walked out. And I was like, man, I'm never going back. See ya. And he called on the phone. Decline. You know what I'm doing to his voice? Putting it in prison. Hey Amen. I've thought about this many times. That voice of the watchman is a voice of protection. He sits on the wall. Amen. The wall that separates the holy place from the profane place. Amen. And he can see from a higher perspective because it's an appointed place that God has placed him on the wall to see. And, and when you're on the wall, you can see farther and you, you can see things that people can't see when they're on the ground. The voice of the watchman is very important because he can see things coming afar off and he can see it coming before it actually happens. Come on. If you'll listen to the voice of the watchman, he'll make sure that you get back inside the city's walls and protect it before danger gets there. He'll make sure. Oh, 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 hold on. Get your children. There's the enemies coming. There it is. It's going to happen tonight. Uh, around 9 o'clock, they're going to show up here. And it's not for your good. Get back inside the city walls. Come on. How many know the voice of the watchman is important? But what if you got so used to the voice that you didn't hear it? Have you ever been so familiar with someone's voice they could be talking to you and you don't even hear them? Come on, married folks. Tell the truth. <laughs> oh, your faces. Oh, my goodness, so priceless. You can get so used to it that you don't even hear it. It don't have the effect that it's supposed to have. You have to make a choice to value a certain voice. Amen. You have to, you have to make a choice to, to value voices that you know are out for your good. You have to make the choice to realize that they might not always say what you want them to say, 
And you might not always want to hear what they have to say. Sometimes we need to be rebuked. Somebody say, man, I know it's not popular. Sometimes we need to be corrected. Amen. Sometimes we need to be put back in our place. Come on, somebody. Sometimes we, we need somebody to give us direction because we don't know on our own. Amen. Sometimes we need somebody to help pray for situations. Amen. And to, to, to find wisdom and understanding of what way to go and what, what decision to make and what decision not to make. Amen. This is not a game. We're all in this for our souls. Amen. Ahab chose to send the voice, the only voice of truth he had. He had one. One. One voice. Everybody else was telling him, do what you want to do. But there was one voice. If there's a voice that's contrary to your path, you need to listen to it. Come on, somebody. If there's a voice telling you no, you need to listen to it. You need to hear it out. Come on, you need to take it to prayer. Understand that the voice of truth does not always feel good, but how many know that the, the truth hurts? There was a time where I started praying prayers. Lord, tell me what I need to hear. God, send me a word. Tell me what I need to hear. Lord, whatever it takes, do whatever it takes. God, send me a word. Amen. And when the word would come, it would be like, <laughs> take it easy. How many know what I'm talking about? Because we have to change our plan in order to follow. Some of us, we want to make a deal with God. Well, I'll, I'll listen to that part, but, you know, I, I'll, I'll do that, but I'm not doing that. We I mean, know what I'm talking about. I, I, I'll do that. I, I'll have, you know, I, I can handle that, but I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's not the way it works. He's God and I'm not. He's in control and I'm not. My life is not my own. Amen. And, and if he's going to send me a voice of truth, I'm going to make up in my mind that I'm not going to send him to prison. Do we have any rope downstairs? Luke, go ask the Sunday school if they have any rope. They always have rope in Sunday school. <laughs> Some of you sent your kids downstairs and you're like, oh, they're tied up in the corner with duct tape over their mouth. <laughs> Amen. We don't tie them up only sometimes. We only tie up the good ones. Amen. Think about this for a moment. Come on, Luke. <clears throat> you got a preacher that's preaching. 
He's preaching hot. All right? And he's pulling on somebody. All right? When, when we don't preach for no reason at all. We, whenever the Lord understands that the voice comes out of the man, but the words come from the Spirit of God. Amen. That's the intention. Amen. That it's not our words, that it's, it's, uh, it's His words. Amen. And when we hear preaching, amen, we need to try to discern what, what is of God and what's not of God. How many know what I'm talking about? Amen. What's the voice of the Spirit and what's not the voice of the Spirit? And when, when a preacher gets honed in on something and he's pulling on somebody, come here. supposed to do with that? All right, get ready. I'm about to I'm about to do my cowboy act. Come here, Luke. You ain't out of this. Man, I should have brought a lasso. A good preacher would have had this set up. He said, you ain't roping nobody with that. So he's preaching, right? That's for nothing. Wait till you do something. I'm sorry. Stay there. Go back and sit where you were. This is perfect. You could even be in the parking lot and I could pull you in. Come on. God's got a plan for your life. Amen. Oh, yeah. You know, when you're preaching, you can tell when there's tension on the line. You can feel it. Amen. You can, you know, when you're fishing and you get a bite? That's a pretty good bass. Yeah. Yeah, he's pulling. He's, he's a fighter, too. Amen. You're preaching, and, and, you, and, you, and you get the lasso out there, and you get a hold of somebody. Amen. And, you, and you're preaching exactly what they need to hear in the moment that they need to hear it. You're pulling on their soul because preaching is eternal. It's spiritual. Amen. There's a connection that happens that I can't explain. Amen. It's beyond us. It has to do with God and His plan for our lives. And He needs a conduit. He needs somebody that'll speak what needs to be spoken. That'll say what needs to be said. Regardless of how hard it is to hear. Amen. Because there's somebody sitting in the congregation that needs what you're talking about and you're pulling on them. Amen. And they're resisting and you're pulling on them. Amen. And he's really pulling and I won't need you to give a little bit. And I start pulling him to me. Come on. Come on. All right, right there. 
He's come halfway. I got him. I'm reeling him in. I'm like, yeah, baby. Come on. Amen. Come on. Preaching. This is why we preach. This is why we do this. Because people need Jesus, and he's the answer. Amen. And as we're pulling, and then all of a sudden, something else rises up in, in, in the service. It's somebody that, that, that has heard this before, but they refuse to give in to it. Amen. And now they start resisting it. Now there's two people, amen, that, that, that has heard what, what the preacher's preaching and, and, and they refuse to give in to it. Now they're pulling on him, right? Because he's not just pulling on one, he's pulling on three, amen. And at right about this time, there needs to be some people rise up that have been delivered, that have been saved, that understand the process and what needs to happen. And as the preacher's preaching, you've got to get behind them and start pushing them where they need to go. Come on, Zach, get in there behind him. Come on, Alex, get in there behind him and push him. Come on, Brother Hup, get in there behind him. Come on, Brother Bill. Come on. Push him, push him, push him. Because the Spirit and the Bride say come. Come on. The Spirit and the Bride say come. We need to clear the way for the voice of truth so that he can preach somebody to repentance so that somebody can be saved and somebody can be preserved. Clap your hands to the Lord. He's worthy. Stand all around the building. Amen. Hold on, leave that on. The dynamic that I'm preaching against. Stop fighting. Stop fighting the Lord. Amen, because... If he's got his lasso on you, there's a purpose for it. If he's pulling on your life, there's a reason behind it. It's not just because he wants to keep you from living the way that you want to live, even though that might be part of it. But everything that he does is out of love. It's to preserve you. It's to protect you. It's to guard you. And like I preached last week, sometimes young people, our impulses are contrary to the plan of God for our lives. They pull on you. They're powerful. They want to they, 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 they pull you into what everybody else is involved in. And, and we don't understand why mom and dad is so strict. And, and why, why they won't let us go here or do that or be friends with them. Because they can see the call of God in your life. They can see the lasso that God has put around you. How he's pulling on you. 
Amen. We need to get behind some of these young people and start pushing them where God is pulling them to. Amen. Micaiah had no help. Everybody was against his voice because of what he had to say. But you know that Ahab went that day and got killed. And they, they hosed the, the chariot out, his blood on the ground, and the dogs licked it up as the prophet prophet said they would that the prophecy the man spoke that day wasn't because he had to prove that he was right or he, he wasn't to keep him from doing what he wanted to do he saw that it was not the will of God and that he would lose his life but he did it anyways I wonder if Micaiah would have had some help I wonder if the, if the end would have been I had some of those other prophets that had a desire for truth. That had a desire to see people saved. And when he started preaching that they got up behind him and they said, no, no, no. I feel the same thing. I, 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 feel, I feel what you're saying, Micaiah. Go ahead, preach it. Come on, preach it. They need to hear it. He needs to hear it. Come on. I, I see it. I see what you're saying. Uh, uh, we need a voice of truth. Come on, preach the truth. I want the truth. Come on. I, I, I'm not going to give in to, 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 to the temptations of, of hell. I want the truth in my life. Maybe Ahab would have turned out different. I don't know. It doesn't feel good while you're lassoed. It hurts sometimes. Amen. But there's a time when you get things cleared up between you and God and you get on the right path. And the Lord can trust you to go make the right decisions and do the right things. Marry the right girl. Follow the call of God in your life. Listen to the voice of truth above all other voices. How many want to guard the voice of truth in your life? I certainly don't want to put it in prison. I don't want to lock it up behind closed doors and never being confronted with what it has to say. That's where some people want to live. Not me. I want to stand in the bright light of the Word of God. I want to, I want to know that the way that I'm walking is true. And I want to know that the path that I'm on is going to lead to life. And I want to know that I'm operating under the perfect will of God. And I want to know that my family is going to be protected. And I want to know that I'm teaching them the right doctrine. Come on. I want to know if the things that I'm preaching and the things that I'm feeling are true. Come on. I need a voice of truth. I need somebody to preach to me. I need somebody to tell me the hard things. And I made up my mind. I'm going to listen. 
I'm not going to lock it up. I'm not going to get mad at you. I'm going to listen because I've pondered my path and I want to know. I truly want to know that I'm on the right path. Is there anybody here this morning that wants to, wants to value the voice of truth in your life? You want to you open up that door and unlock that door and let them out of prison? Is there anybody this morning that wants that voice of truth to speak to you the things that you need to hear in, in due season? That, 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 that's going to be guidance for your steps. It's going to be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Come on. Are you in here this morning? Is there anybody that wants to know for a surety that you're doing what you need to do and going where you need to go. If you're here today and that's you, why don't you step out, run down to this altar, stand here and lift your hands to the Lord and say, God, right now I'm making a decision, Lord, that whatever it is that you need to say, I want you to say it. Whatever it is you need to do, I want you to do it, God. I'm open to your voice and your word for my life. Whatever it is that you want to cut off, cut it off. Whatever it is you want to take away, take away. Come on, respond to the Spirit of the Lord today. Come on, respond to the call of God. The preacher's pulling on you. Is there anybody that wants to push and say, I'm that one. Come on. I'm going to step out. I want to hear the voice of truth in my life. I want to be right with God. Nobody. Oh, there's nobody. Is there anybody this morning? Come on. Why don't you come down here with me? Come on, I want the voice of truth. I'm not saying you've done anything wrong, but I want truth in my life. I want it to prevail because without it, we'll never be saved. I want truth. I want the voice of truth. I want the whatever it takes, whoever it is, God. Uh, give the preacher a word, Lord, in due season. Whatever it is uh, that you want to save me from, God. Whatever it is you want to keep me from, Lord. I'm inquiring of you, God. I need direction, God. In the moments of direction, I pray that you would be my truth. My voice of truth. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on, I need it. Maybe I haven't treated you right in the past. God, but I haven't appreciated your voice. I haven't appreciated, God, the correction. I haven't appreciated it, Lord. God, but I submit to it this morning. God, that I want to be what you have called me to be. I want to be, God, I want to fulfill my place in the kingdom of God. And I made up my mind, I'm going to do it, Lord. I'm going to listen, God. I'm going to give myself to your words. Hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. Come on, come on, come on. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church of Cambridge podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up with our weekly sermons. If you are in the Cambridge area, we invite you to join us on Sundays at 11 a.m. Again, thanks for listening and we hope to see you soon.